Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go live in five, four, three, two, one. Okay. Almost live. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I'm LBJ, and you're listening to The Heartfelt Truth. Welcome. Let me start off by saying, as I always do, that I hope my voice finds you in good health, spiritually, mentally, and physically. Not necessarily in that order, but all equally important. To help us through this thing we call life. And when you leave this podcast, if you didn't get anything from it, hell, you probably weren't listening. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm LBJ. You're there and I'm here. And you're listening to the Heartfelt Truth. Welcome. Thank you for allowing me to come into your life for the next few minutes. I have a very special guest, which I want to introduce to you in a brief moment here. I'm going to give you a little background. Uh, on uh, my dear friend here. Her name is Jaylene Perez. She is an independent uh, director, a film director, and I'm just going to give you a little background on her so you'll know exactly what she has accomplished thus far, and I'm sure that she has more coming. Uh, she is a former Jersey City Miss Puerto Rico uh, in 2011. She has been an athlete since the age of nine. She's accumulated numerous awards. Uh, She's also um, received her degree in uh, the Health Services Administration, and she was then hired by the local uh, Board of Education, and she was a Spanish translator. Uh, She then became the uh, administrator for a dermatologist in uh, Hackensack, New Jersey. And at the age of 25, in 2019, she wrote a film, a short film. The name of it is Carmen, which she then later directed and co-produced with uh, Dan Gregory. Uh, She is a first-time Latino director, and she is proud to uh, put that out there, and she wants to share her film, uh, Carmine. She's racked up many, many awards uh, with this show here. Uh, Let me just run down the list here. I'm getting a little tongue-tied. There's so many awards that she's received here. Uh, she's got the uh, Best First-Time Directors Award at the Brightside Film Festival in Jersey City. She's been nominated for Best Director at the Indie Film Festival in Los Angeles, California. Uh, she was nominated in the, I can't pronounce this one, uh, Oneros Film Awards in Italy. And she's got another one here in the Audience Award in the Short Cinema Film Festival. The Golden Earth Film Award and Best Director uh, at the uh, Tagore International Film Festival in India. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, she is all over the place. She's international. She's worldwide. Uh, I don't know if I could say that, but I just did. All right, so listen, let's try to get her on the phone and have a conversation. And I'm really I'm really happy to have her on my show. And let's talk to Ms. Jaylene Perez. Again, is Hello, Hello. 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 Hello.
speaking. Hey, Jaylene, this is LBJ from the Heartfelt Truth. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? All right, good. Listen, well, thank you. Thank you for taking my call. Let me tell you something. I've been... I've been practicing all week. I've been doing, <laughs> no, seriously, I've been checking out your bio. I got my questions all lined up because I'm excited to have you here. And I want to share, awesome. share, you. share your stuff with the, uh, uh, with the world. Now, listen, real quick. I don't want to embarrass you because I actually did a little promo, but I, I want to run by your, uh, your, your bio here. I mean, you're a former Jersey City uh, Miss Puerto Rico back in 2011. You've been an athlete. Since you're nine years old, uh, you got your degree in the Health Services Administration. You were hired by the local Board of Education as a translator. Uh, at the age of 25, you wrote your first short film, Carmen, which you then yeah. directed and co-produced. I'm like, oh, my God, I don't want to embarrass you. <laughs> I, I don't want to embarrass you. I really don't. Yeah. But it, it's, it's, I don't want to embarrass you. No, 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 no. This is, this is all you. My pleasure. I'm honored to have you on my show and uh, it's really amazing. So listen, I've lined up a few questions here. Uh, and perhaps you can share with my audience and anyone else that's going to check in on the show. Who are some of the people that inspired you to start uh, directing? I mean, how did that happen? Honestly, as far as like, there's not an actual director that um, I was trying to like imitate or anything like that. I think what inspired me was just going to all these film festivals with Dan mm -hmm. and okay. seeing okay. and watching all these short films. Wow. Okay. And features. And I was like, I think I can do this. Okay. That's pretty cool. And just in case for uh, most of my listeners, I've already heard the interview, uh, Mr. Dan Gregory, I had him on my show a little while ago and uh, Dan and Jaylene are, are pretty close. So they, they want to just put that <laughs> out there. So, so, all right. So you were a first time Latino uh, film director, uh, you've gotten numerous awards here. Uh, let's start off with some of the uh, Carmen. Explain Carmen to me. Explain the film that you you wrote and uh, co-produced and direct. Give me a little bit of background on that. Well, Carmen is about a strong Latina woman who gets revenge on her abusive, cheating husband. But towards the end, you're like, is it really revenge, or was she plotting on him the entire time? Like, what? What was the goal? Oh, okay. And and how did you come up with that that concept, that whole story, just, you know, swimming around in your head? And you said, hey, let me just uh, give it a shot. Yeah. One day, I remember we were, um, Dan and I were going to Barnes & Noble. He had to get ready for a film he was doing. Okay. And he sat in Barnes & Noble. Then I went upstairs and I was, you know, in my head, I was just like, you know, let me write a short film to see how it goes. And then I wrote something and I got stuck on like the, the middle of it. I was like, I can't do this. Okay. And then like a week later, I was just in the shower and I was like, wait, I think I got it. Mm. And I started off with the shower scene for Carmen mm -hmm. and I pretty much went, went from there. And you just let it you know, rip. I, yeah. yeah, I just let it rip. And I said it to Dan and I was like, look, if you want to do this, we could do this. If you hate it, mm -hmm. it's perfectly fine. Wow. Okay. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. All, right, all right. So listen, let me ask you a question. So what are some of the common myths? I mean, like, what can you tell someone uh, in terms of, you know, the profession that you're, you're in currently in and pursuing? What are some of the myths that you can debunk? Like uh, some of the obstacles that you've come across, uh, you know, let, let's let's put it out on the table, you know, being female, uh, being Latino. I mean, what some of the I mean, are people taking you seriously or they just as just a passing, you know, fancy? 
Well, that was one of my fears. Um, since Dan's been doing this for so long, you know, just getting into it, I thought a lot of people were going to just take it as a joke. There was like this girl has been to so many film festivals as a supporter, and now she's actually a director. Um, but I also thought that, you know, to be taken seriously, you had to go to a school, like directing school and take all these classes and stuff. And, you know, I didn't do any of that. Wow, that's cool. All right. Everybody. I just did it. I think right. you just have to do it. And well, if you fail, right. it is what it is. Well, listen, you know, I, I'm not going to get into my philosophical aspects, but yeah, failure <laughs> failure is just, you know, one of the ways to get to where you're going. That's the bottom line. Yeah. People are afraid of failure. And, and that's, you know, that's a learning process. So listen, let me ask you another question. What are some of your biggest failures, uh, I guess, and what have you learned from failing? So I would say my first, what to me felt like a failure, but looking back at it now, I'm just like, you know, it happened and I'm glad it happened. I think when I ran for Miss Puerto Rico the first time that I lost, the first, I was devastated. I was so heartbroken. I saw the girl a couple of days ago, a couple of days after I lost. And I was like, she has my crown. I need my crown back. And then I just ran again the second year right after that. And I, was like, I won. Just being persistent. I, I just not gi- not giving up. That's 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 the key. Yeah, just keep mm-hmm. doing it. Eventually, you're gonna right. get what you and, want. And I believe that. You know. And the funny thing is, even when I started my podcast, I mean, I definitely can relate to what you're saying because when I started the podcast, I was a little apprehensive. I was like, you know, people are gonna take me serious. You know, what I mean, I usually don't uh, talk about my other gig too much on the show, but the bottom line is, you know, people are gonna take me serious. And, you know, I've always been a creative and I'm like, so, yeah, you just got to jump out there and, and really, uh, you know, put, you know, get your feet wet. And keep it going. Yeah. All right. So, listen, let me ask you a question real quick. We're going on. I feel like I'm just loaded for bear trying to, trying to get all these <laughs> questions in for you. And I, again, again, thank Let's you for it. coming in. All right. So, listen, if you put yourself in my shoes. OK, so right now, what would you ask yourself? What are some of the questions that you would ask you if you were in my shoes? Um, maybe as far as how long was the process from when you started filming or thinking about your film to when you actually did everything, well, had it all done, edited, you don't know. Right. I, I gave you a little curveball, you know, and the funny thing is, cause we can sit here and talk on and on because you know, you're a creative, I'm a creative now. Here's the deal. As you, you know, you made your film, uh, what were some, like, is it everything you thought it was? In other words, because we, we as, you know, creatives and people in general, we sit down and we go, you know, I really want to do this. I think that's something I want to do. And you find out that maybe it's not what you wanted to do. So my question is, once you started the process of putting together, which is not everybody can do that. Yeah. You know, and that, believe me, it's, not everybody can put it together. What did you think? Was it what you expected? What were some of the hurdles that you jumped through? And was there anything that was kind of discouraging, saying, you know what, maybe this is not what I want to do? Um, I, as far as discouraging, I think it also goes with my personality, which by that I mean I'm very hard-headed, and when I want things, I want things now. Okay. I don't want to wait. And I guess the waiting process was just, at one point, I was like, I just want to burn the script. I want nothing to do with it anymore. Well, yeah, I was just going to jump in real quick, and I was definitely not going to say, you know, is, is that anything to do with being a female? But that's another whole story. I mean, you know, wanting what you want. I, that's another whole animal. No, yeah. 
it's just wanting, you know, you want what you want. It's like, it's either where you're shooting at, it's how soon you want to get it done. And that's tough. For me, that was tough where it's like, I have to, especially with, um, there's certain things that since that was my first film, my first short, there were certain things that I didn't know how to do. Well, there was a lot of things I didn't know how to do, but as far as like, you know, um, whether it was like editing or getting the actresses or whatever the case is, like I had to wait, I had to be patient. And I hate that. I hate it. Yeah. The process of patience. I'm trying to teach that to a few people in my life and saying, Hey, (laughs) just be patient. But, uh, okay, you know, and listen, I had the pleasure of going to the film, and I'm looking at all these accolades, and we're going to put it out there real quick. I just want to let people know I did go to the uh, the Brightside Film Festival in Jersey City. Uh, the I believe it was the first night. The second night, I, I went to a showing, and then I didn't get to see the awards, uh, so I kind of missed that. But you actually, uh, I'm looking here. Uh, okay, uh, let me see. You have the drama at the Couch Film Festival in Canada. You have the uh, yeah. best first time direct award. That was the bright side. Uh, you have the best director nomination at the Indie Film Festival in L.A. Okay, California. And I, and I'm looking at another one here. Uh, there's one in Italy. There's one in India. I mean, you're you're like international. I mean, how, <laughs> how do you how do you get your film into all these festivals? How does that work? Honestly, um, Dan's the one that does it. He's like, I'm going to submit Carmen to this film festival. He does it on his film freeway. And yeah, he just sends it everywhere. I'm like, okay. Like, if it gets in, mm-hmm. it gets in. Um, I think at the beginning, I was just like, you know what? I don't think it's going to do good. It's my first film. Right. And once I got my first nomination, I was like, oh, okay. All right, this is happening. It's a, it's a, it's inspirational, right? Yeah, you, you get someone pat you on the back a little bit, then you're like, Okay, I must have did something right, and and that's that's pretty cool. So wow, okay, yeah, I got to get Mr. Gregory back on my my show here and see what he because every time I turn around on the social media, I'm looking. This guy's getting awards, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I and I, I gotta like him. I'm like, okay, yeah, like 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 because he is he is constantly yeah. working. All right, so all right, uh, let me see, let me move right along here. I got all my little. Questions I'm putting together. All right. So on a scale of one to 10, these are some of my questions that I usually ask a lot of my guests on a scale of one to 10. Uh, how weird are you? Um, I, I want to say a, like a five, maybe nothing. Okay. okay. All right. Nothing. To, okay. Interesting. All right. That's cool. And I, and I run down the list here. Okay. Now here's the deal. I know you're, you're talking about being a first-time director and all that stuff, and that's great. So let me ask you a question. What are you not good at? What am I not good at? Yeah, like, what do you, you just say, I can't do that. What are you not good at? Oh, my God. Uh, drawing. Um, singing, unless it's in my shower. Um, there's a lot of, uh, a lot, maybe? <laughs> Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I'm going to be honest, yeah, I can probably. Well, the, yeah, listen, uh, just, yeah, be honest with me. Don't, 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 don't lie to me. No, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I think also um, saying no, I'm just like, a, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, let's do it. Just, just for the record, sometimes it's okay to say no. That's, yeah, that's, no. That's, that's, yeah. But you, you learn that down the road. I'm like you. I would, <laughs> I would be like, yeah, 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 yeah. No problem. And I, and then next day I'm overwhelmed and I'm yeah. like, okay, I gotta, I gotta say no. Yep. So, all right. So here's the deal. Here's another question for you. Your room, your desk or your car, which one would you clean first? My car. Oh, ah, okay. Why? 
I'm just always in it. I mean, yeah, I know, like, my room, but I feel like if I clean my room, then within, like, the next 30 minutes by the time I'm getting dressed and stuff, it's a mess. At least I know my car, you know, it's just easier. And you you want it to be clean? Yeah, I got you. That's pretty cool. All right, here we go. Tell me something that's true that almost nobody agrees with you on. Like, something that's true that nobody agrees with you. No matter what you tell them, they're like, eh, no, no, no. They don't, they don't believe you. About me or? Anything, anything. Now, well, not so much you. Like, in other words, when you're having a conversation with somebody and you tell them, hey, listen, you know, I just saw a sunset and the sky was pink. And they're like, no, 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 that just can't happen. I don't know. The only thing I was thinking about, I'm like, maybe like Pepsi and Coke. <laughs> ah, okay. There you go. That's interesting. Yeah. All right, and 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 just just for the record, what's your favorite? Oh, Pepsi. Which Pepsi? Pepsi. Okay, all right, Obsessed. all right. I I I uh, Pepsi. Uh, Pepsi's a little soft <laughs> for me. I I need I need the Coke is a little more. I don't know. Maybe it's manly. I don't know. It's just like you're like yeah, drink the Coke. You know what I mean? All right. So listen, um, I I don't. I'm 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 not at a loss for words. Anything else you want to share? Uh, Anything you got coming up uh, soon? I mean, according to this here, and again with your bio, I think you uh, actually, uh, you got something going on right now. There's a couple uh, pre-production. What happened to Randy? Is that correct? Something? Yes. So, okay. That was um, meant to be filmed sometime this summer, but with COVID, it's been such a pain in the ass to get it done. So we had to postpone that. We're Maybe sometime in the um, September we'll get that done, hopefully, if things calm down. Just today, Dan and I were just throwing ideas off, like, back and forth at each other, and we're planning to, right, actually tomorrow, start writing a new short. Oh, okay, okay. All right, well, we won't let, we won't let the cat out of the bag. And then there's another <laughs> one here. Uh, you co-wrote another film here, uh, Briellis. Am I saying it right? Yes, Briellis. So we wrote that, I want to say, um, almost a year ago, almost last summer, we wrote it. And the same thing, COVID. We need a bar. We need a few locations. And it's so tough. And with our communications, I mean, again, my studio and stuff is still a little, you know, unsettled in terms yeah. of uh, your space. And I know you that it would have been cool to have an, in, you know, in-person interview, sit down and kind of chit-chat. But this COVID thing, how are you, how are you guys dealing with that uh, production? Well, I guess everything is just shut down. Yeah. You, and you, can't, you really can't do anything. No, you can't. And it sucks because especially when you have things that you want to get done and you have Dan who's so passionate about it. And I'm sorry. Oh, like, yes, yes. I want to keep doing Dan. it. I want to keep going with the momentum. So it's kind of like, it's tough. Yeah, I know. I actually, uh, myself, I have a few things on the table that I keep getting poked at. And all of a sudden you're like, you can't do anything. Productions are shut down. There's a few other things that I like to do and you just can't get it done. So it, it's kind of hard. This new reality that we're dealing with. We had so many film festivals lined up for this summer. Right, right. And I remember saying in December, I'm like, oh, my God, our summer's going to be crazy. There's like so many film festivals every weekend. And now everything's canceled. Yeah, it, it, it's really it's really hard. I know mm-hmm. it, it's amazing. So here's a question. So within your films and stuff, how do you guys uh, I mean, you co-produce and, you know, you direct. Let me ask you a question. Your actors, how do you get them? Like, do you. Do they, I mean, how do you get actors for your films? How does that work? So I have met a lot of people through going to, um, through Dan and okay. going to these film festivals. So usually 
if it's like someone that Dan knows or someone that I've been around, I'll just like send them a message. If it's someone that I, you know, I met for the first time, like Dan's sister in our, in Carmen. Okay. Alex, I met her through, I met her at a film festival. And we were just going back and forth about, you know, what do we do as far as like our job outside of, well, at that time I wasn't directing, but her job outside of acting and what I was doing for a living. And she just said, you know, if you guys ever do something like, or Dan, I want to work with you guys. And yeah, I, reach out. Yeah. And I just remember calling her after I sent in the script and we did it. We were like, all right, we're going to do this. I was like, hey, so remember two months ago, I told you I want nothing to do with acting and directing? Well, I okay. just wrote something. Would Yo. you like to be part of it? <laughs> Isn't that funny? We always say, now we don't want to, but we do. That's pretty interesting. No, um, a couple of, I want to say like a couple of weeks ago, I had an interview on Facebook and he asked me, he was like, do you want to act? Do you ever want to get in front of the camera? And I was like, no. Maybe not. You know, I don't think that's really what I want to do. And this morning I get a e uh, message from someone on Instagram and they're like, hey, we have a role for you if you want to do it. I'm like, you, you know what? I'll do it. What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> yeah, listen, why not? Yeah, don't sell yourself short. I mean, and I was just I was just going to put you on, the, uh, you know, put you on the carpet by saying, but wait a minute, you get in front of the camera when you, you wanted to be Miss Puerto Rico and all that other stuff. So, yeah, that's 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 pretty cool. So now listen, so um, where do you, now I'm going to just get a little personal here. So when you do yeah, these films, when you do the films and stuff, how do you, I mean, is there money involved? In other words, do the actors get paid? For Carmen, I kind of took everything that Dan hated about filming. So I made sure that my actresses were paid. You know, that was my big thing. I never want to waste anybody's time, any, anyone's time. I never want someone to sit here for 12 Right. 13 hours and they're not getting paid for the most part um with carmen they got paid um our other shorts we want you know the actresses to get paid just because if it's something that you're doing it's your passion and i want people to be like you know what i want to work with her she treated us straight she paid us and and it's a job i mean like you said somebody's uh, dedicating their time and their craft uh not only you know because it's a funny thing i mean i i think maybe um, when I'm listening to you, uh, your passion is there. And obviously, there's a lot of times like myself. I mean, you'll do things for free simply because you enjoy doing it. But there, there's, there is this thing called living and eating and you need money. So, uh, you, you know, so you got to you got to get paid for these things. So, of course, um, what else we got here? Anything else you want to share? I mean, uh, you got the floor. No, I mean, just as far right now, the only thing I it's just Carmen, really. And just trying to get, like, it work for other people as far as, like, directing. Like, I write my own stuff, um, Dan writes stuff, you know, but I'm open to work with other people, try new things, you know? Right. Well, that that's that's pretty cool. Well, listen, you know, it's funny because here's what we're going to do is obviously I, I got you on my show and I say thank you a thousand yeah, times uh, for my listeners because I have people here and around the world that actually uh, do listen to podcasts and open up and get to know who you are. I'm definitely going to put it out there and let, you know, let people learn, you know, who you are and what you do. What else we got? So now listen here, it, there's some questions that I actually stole uh, from somebody. So I don't take complete ownership for them. So when I usually kind of end my show uh, before, uh, before we're done, 
probably about a half a dozen questions, and then we'll and then you can close it out by anything. Here we go. Ready? Okay. Number one. What is your? I mean, you've probably heard this before. What is your favorite word? <laughs> My favorite word is food. Booze. Food. food. Oh, food. <laughs> Look at me. Yeah, listen, you, you see where my mind is, right? I said booze automatically. That's perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I didn't say I didn't say I was a wino. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's into food. Well, yeah, food and wine go absolutely together. Pretty yeah. cool. Okay, so here's another one. Perfect. Here's another good one for you. Ready? What turns you on? And, uh, man, I, uh, no, I in general, I mean, yeah, that's, that's a weird question. Yeah. <laughs> We're not doing that. We're not, I'm just saying like, you know, like your passion, like anything. I mean, what turns you on? I'll give you an example. What turns me on is being able to share with people and getting to know them and so forth and so on. And, and being an inspiration that turns me on. So I'm just, that's my example for you. So I think what turns me on is people that doubt me. Ah, I love that. I love when people tell me, you know, you can't do that because I'm, I'm gonna do it, and that's it. Wow, I like that. That is pretty cool. Yeah, it's almost like I'll show you. Uh huh. That's interesting because I had a friend of mine. Yeah, a friend of mine used to say, "Oh, how do you like me now?" It sounds kind of cocky, but okay, that's interesting. It's kind of like that thing. I mean, I might be saying it wrong. It's um, I would much rather ask for forgiveness than ask for permission. Ah, yes. One of my favorites. Yeah. I'd rather ask for forgiveness than ask for permission. That's, that's so true. Because if I had, if you ask for permission, a lot of times you're not going to get it. Exactly. You're not going to get it. You're not going to get it. So that's, that's interesting. All right. So here's another one. Ready? We're winding down. What is your favorite sound or noise that you love to hear? Um, the, when the little cord comes out of like, the wine bottle. Oh, see, yeah, I didn't oh, say that was a wine. Little, like, <laughs> popping up. I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. I know. I, I might, I might do that after this, after this interview. So we'll, we'll see what happens. That's interesting. Okay, now, here we go. What is? I know you've heard it before. What is your favorite curse word? My favorite curse word is fuck. Okay. Yeah. Pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And every there's different variations on how you can say it and when. That's why. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's interesting. Okay. Now here's one more for you. Uh, what other profession would you pursue? Okay. You know, and would you like to attempt if you weren't considering like the directing and the film industry? What would you do? Maybe if I could sing, maybe a singer. That's pretty much it. I. Yeah. I tried the entire like being Hispanic. Your family's really big on going to school and getting an education. I've changed careers so many times. Like, I'm going right. to be a nurse, a teacher, and I'm just like, this isn't what right. I want to do. I would hate yeah, my life. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that, isn't that horrible? Because I, I believe in, in a, a couple of my interviews, it's the same thing. You know, it's, it's funny because... Yeah. And, I, and just a little background on myself real quick. It's like when I went to, when I went to college... And, you know, the family, actually, they wanted me to be a physical therapist. They want you to go into medical. They, you got all these ideas for you. And I said to myself, that's not what I want to do. And then, you know, I, I met a young lady in college. We became friends. She was a dancer. Uh, she was in the theater. And I've always, you know, I've been in a couple bands, the whole deal. So long story short is I, I, I called my mother up one day from the dorms. And I said, Ma, listen, I'm changing my major. And yeah. uh, she said, I, she said, well, all right, what are you going to do? I says, well, I'm thinking about theater. And she, the, she like dropped the phone and it was like, 
people look at you crazy when you say when you say I want to be a creative. I want to I want to act. I want to dance. I want to sing. I want to draw. I want to you know I want to be a photographer. People look at you like how are you going to make money on that? And it's it's hard. And then after once they see because I've gotten so many questions once and the one that I hate the most is kind of like once people have watched Carmen where it's like oh so when are you making money off of this or when are right. you going to Hollywood? And it's like, right. it's my yes. first film. Like relax. Nah, exactly. And that's what it, it's a process. You know, we're real quick. Yeah. Uh, two things popped in my head. Number one, I'll never forget my grandmother. God rest her soul. When she, uh, she found out I was doing theater and stuff and, and, you know, producing and, and she goes, well, honey, why don't you just get a job? You know what I mean? So in other words, that was the mindset is just to go to work and they, they, the whole idea was, uh, you know, not what they thought it was. And the last thing is when people see you like you just started out and you're doing your filming and you're learning and you're making mistakes. And when you do make it and you will, people will look at you and say, oh, my God, they're like you're an overnight success. I said, no, I've been doing this for 10 years. It's not a matter of just, you know. And what happens as long as you don't give it up. I mean, because there's a lot of people that just say, you know what, this is not working out or I'm not making any money. And they have to live, and they just kind of, you know, dreams deferred. That's a, that's a project that I'm working on. I put it out there, and that's and we. There's a lot of people like that. There's people that are just living on these dreams, and then they just they they cash in the ticket, and they're like, I'm done. Yeah, I mean, you just have to do it if it's something that you want to do. Like I said, you know, my dad wanted me to be a doctor right. for a long time, and I'm like, just if I I would right. be the worst doctor. Well, that's that's true. You really have to you listen, if you're not going to be happy at what you're doing, then it's a waste of time. And there's a lot of people. Yeah. Listen, there's a lot of people that go to work every day. Sometimes you go out to a restaurant, you'll go to a, a retail store and, you know, you're looking at the cashier or, or whoever's working in the store and they're not smiling and they're not happy. They're not giving you the they're they're miserable. Miserable. they're not giving you the best service. And you mm -hmm. walk out and say, oh, that person wasn't nice. They're not happy. They're not because they had yeah. you really and might not be doing what they really want to do. You know. Yeah, well, you got it. You got it. Yeah. Takes listen. It takes a little courage to do what you're doing too. Also, myself. Uh, again, yeah. this is you know all about you. Uh, but yeah, it takes courage, and a lot of people just yeah. won't do that and you know step out on that ledge and take a shot. So, but uh, listen, one last question before we go. Um, okay, if oh, heaven exists, okay, uh, what would you like to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gate? Um. I would like to hear, I guess you did everything that you were meant to do, you know, because I believe that, and this might sound weird to a lot of people, I believe that your soul has a contract and you were brought into this world to fulfill certain things. Right, right. To complete your soul contract. So. Right. Yep. Oh, wow. That's interesting. And you know what? And I'm going to jump in real quick because it's ironic that I had this conversation. You know, I mean, unfortunately, uh, we all you know, we all suffer losses of loved ones and family and friends and so forth. But the bottom line is I had this conversation with my sister the other day. And what happens is it is so true. You and I and everybody else involved. You're here for a reason. Yeah. There's a, and I, I like what you said, and I'm going to use that. There's a contract, and you have to fulfill that contract. Yeah. You know, paying it forward, being a nice person, uh, you know, doing good, you know, and not really, you know, just waving a flag, say, hey, look what I did. You know, that's, that's not what it's all about. So. Yeah, that's, you know, it sounds crazy, but I believe that's 
why we're all here. We're meant to do exactly what we're doing right now. Absolutely. And it was meant for you to be on my show. Yes, it was. <laughs> Absolutely. I listen. And let me tell you something. In all honesty, I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know well, somebody one time said to me. me, listen, I, I really, this has been fun. We definitely got to do this again. Yeah, of course. Uh, I, I, I loaded up all my questions. I, I believe it or not, I'm looking at them. I'm like, I didn't even get to all of them. But you know what? I, I don't want to hold her too long. Yeah. Um, but I just enjoyed your conversation. We're going to do this again. And when I have you back on the show, you can tell me some of the new things that are going to be going on in your life and, and Mr. Dan Gregory and all the things that you're doing. Hopefully we have um, New Jersey Horrorcon in September. That was postponed twice. So that one's in Atlantic City, which is a lot of fun. There's a lot of horror films in there. So that's hopefully that should be the first one if the world opens up anytime soon. Yeah, if the world opens up, I know this yeah. Corona has just really just put a hold on so many people and so things. Many. But but I tell you what, when I went to that, that was my first actually uh, film festival short that I went to, and I really had a good time. I actually laughed. Uh, I'm a laugher, and you know when I enjoy something that's funny, and I'm sure the people in the audience are like, who's this guy over there laughing? <laughs> we don't know him. Who's he? Where's he from? I had my recorder out and everything. It was fun. No, it was a good time. They're they're great. The film festivals are awesome, and you meet a lot of yeah. people. Right. Have great conversations. And network. It's awesome. Yeah. Network. Well, well, listen, thank you again. All right. Uh, is there anything uh, that you want to say before I I let you go? Any shameless plugs or anything you want to put out there? Uh, uh, any? Plug it away. Go ahead. It's all plug you. Plug it away. <laughs> um, just a few, like the film festivals for Carmen, the New Jersey Horicon, hopefully in September. We have um, Point Lookout coming soon which i believe is also it might be in august september um hang on to your shorts in asbury park in the fall that was postponed also to the covid all these things were postponed to the covid and hopefully soon a couple of shorts maybe a feature well listen reach out for me please keep me up to date on what's happening and like you said i hopefully uh, the world the world opens up soon enough and we can get through this and we can get back to the business of uh, being creative and, and making people smile and all that good stuff. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you for having me. No, listen, it was my pleasure. Okay, it's been a whole lot of fun. Yes, thank you. Have a great and we'll t have a <laughs> Look at us with all these little politenesses. Yes, listen, have a great evening and uh, we'll talk soon. And I'll probably uh, maybe go open up a bottle of wine or something. Who knows? Oh, sounds good. <laughs> All right. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, listen, that was Jalen Perez, first-time independent film director and co-producer of a couple of shows. She's had a lot of um, accolades uh, bestowed her way from a lot of these independent film festivals, as we mentioned. So, listen, thank you for listening, and as I always say, take care of yourself. Take care of your families, because family is always important. They're so important. And if you see somebody that needs a helping hand, stick yours out and try to help them if you can. I believe this one act really, really will make the world a better place. And this can be one of those things that help you on your journey to becoming the best person that you were meant to be. Thank you, Ms. Perez. We'll talk again. Ladies and gentlemen, hi, Mel BJ. You're there and I'm here. And you've been listening to the heartfelt truth. Thank you. And as I always say, 
we will talk again. Ladies and gentlemen, this is LBJ. If you like what you heard, please reach out for me at lbjtheheartfelttruth at gmail.com. Or check me out on my social media account, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you also want to continue listening, sign up, subscribe to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, and iHeartRadio. And as I always say, thank you, and we will talk again.